Welcome to the Mile High Podcast. We're your guides through sordid tales of movies, music, and pop culture. Our show is best experienced under the influence of cannabis, so now's your cue to light up. Now remember, drugs are dangerous. Please use responsibly, but do subscribe. And now your hosts, James Thomas and David Hawk. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday night. It's three days after we had an election, and it is time for the Mile High Podcast. With us tonight, the number one winner in the James's game, we have Courtney Gunn here. Also, we have the Nerd Corner. Also, we have the team from Santori What Now. I'm not going to be here tonight, but here's your host, Dave. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Mile High Podcast. Special shout out to everybody at the I'm from Denver Facebook site who is uh, simulcasting our show live on the I'm from Denver Facebook page. So welcome to everybody. Uh, this is the Mile High Podcast. Uh, tonight we have a full house. As you can see, there are a lot of pictures on this Zoom screen. So uh, I want to give everybody a proper introduction because uh, a lot of these faces haven't been seen before on the I'm from Denver page. So I'm going to start off. Ladies first, may I introduce Courtney Gunn. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Courtney Gunn. Well, I'm a Denver native since we're doing that. Um, born and raised in Colorado. Um, I work at Lova Canico, so I know a lot about marijuana, so I feel like that relates. And um, I'm born in the 90s, which also relates to what we're doing today. So, right. yeah. She's a procurer of weed on a weed show she's from denver as in a mile high podcast and she's from the 90s and that's what our show is about so she hits all those boxes i'll check all those boxes even if they are mail-in ballots three days later check all oh those man boxes. let's not talk about that we're not, we talking, we're, we're not a political show yeah we don't really talk <laughs> politics here on the mile high podcast but you know sometimes you just gotta you know tranquilize the elephant in the room um mm -hmm. to my right which i don't know where it is it's i have Dr. Detroit, who is not in Detroit, though. I know, Dr. Right? Detroit, who the hell are you? Well, I am uh, Dr. Detroit by way of, uh, well, I'm in Florida <laughs> by way of Detroit. But, you know, hey, I'm, I'm an IT dude, a connoisseur of music and culture, and you know, I'm just thankful to party with you guys. I'm learning something every show, and I'm just looking to just have fun and uh, one day make a trip to Colorado. Yes, my yes. Get over here. Get over here. will hook you up. I'll feed you. I will. Come I'm to Lova. There. Do I'm it. There. I'm there. Red eye flight tonight. Right. Come on down, my friend. Make sure you wear your mask and bring your sanitizer because mm -hmm. those planes, who the hell knows, man? Know. All right. Uh, down below me on my Zoom screen, I don't know what the hell you guys see, but down below on my Zoom screen and, and this way, Mr. The Santori Project himself, Mike Santori. Who the yeah. hell are you? What's up? What's up? I'm Michael Santori. He is I'm Michael Santori. I'm a stand comedian, guitar player, entertainer, um, American traveler, <laughs> um, music, music lover. Um, yeah. You, you host a show, is that correct? Yes, I do host a show. It's called The Santori Project. It's uh, me and my girlfriend. We're traveling around America just trying to show the best parts of America, things that people forget about in this beautiful country of ours, trying to, like, 
bring 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 the beauty back to uh to the square one page. I also have the podcast I do on Wednesday nights with my uh, friend right there, DJ Dr. Troy. It's called the What you know, Sanctuary What Now. Um, yeah. So I'm just you know having a good time. Right on. Well, uh, if you guys have not already followed uh, the Santori Project on Facebook, please definitely do so. Uh, Santori's putting out some great videos, especially from uh, California, uh, you know, some great shots from the beach, then all the way back over to Texas. Uh, today, he tried to consume a big fucking steak, and uh, how did that go? Ah, uh, man, it was uh, tough, and I mean literally tough. The steak was tough. It was hard to you. But uh, they give you a 72-ounce cow, and then they hook you up with a side of salad, baked potato, a roll, and three shrimp, and you have to clear all that within an hour. I clear the size, no problem, but the steak, I left like two, seven, six-ounce steaks and like a whole bunch of chopped up meat, but I did try, and... It was my first time, so but I do want to appreciate I do appreciate everyone that did follow that, watch that, check it out, and thank you for your support if you did support. And if you didn't like what you saw, you you know, you do have a thing called free will and you can turn it off and you get offended. You know, there's no reason to go ahead and just start hating. But go ahead, hate on it. I don't care. Who's hating I love on you it? anyway? You better yeah. don't you better be hating on uh, my people, boy. People are making comments. Yeah. People are making comments my grandma keeps after. Go ahead, bring her in. <laughs> All right, he's not salty or anything I, about this. I think he should challenge their grandmother if they put their granny up. Yeah, yeah granny, come on. Back. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, this is what the world's you know, this is what the world's coming to. People get offended. And it's just like they want to like go ahead and say some dumb shit while they're offended. It's just like just walk away if you don't like something. Walk away. It's not that hard. I mean, I walk away from a lot of things that I don't like. So it's that simple. So, but yeah, if you do like what you're watching, if you like what I'm putting out there, I appreciate it. Thank you for the support. And I'm, you know, I'm doing this just to entertain you guys. I mean, it, we're, we're getting a perk benefit of seeing this beautiful country. And I like to, like, go ahead and post it and share it. Nice. Well, we appreciate it, Santori. We are excited for the Santori Project. Uh, that's a show that James yeah, and I no, are putting together. But, yeah. Well, I just, James, you know, I, I'm ahead. enjoying putting it. Put, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, honestly, you go ahead. You I just, no, I it's your project, no, Santori. It is literally your project. <laughs> well, I was just, well, just saying, you know, I, I, you know, I just have, you know, I, I want to share the beautiful things that America has to offer and, you know, bring everyone back to square one. So I feel grateful and blessed I have this opportunity. And then you guys are digging what you see. Thank you very much. Like, comment, tell your friends. Awesome, dude. Well, we do appreciate it. Um, the Santori project is a, 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 a video or a movie or a show that uh, james and i and santoria are all putting together uh, just to kind of show one how cool fucking santoria is he's never really this salty as he is tonight but he's you know real good dude um and he's going he's showing that in america uh there's a lot more that brings us together than divides us so um i want to make that quick statement and live from the beaches of Bali, we have the nerd corner himself. Yeah, I had a little bit of uh, technical problems there. Finally had gotten everything working and uh, went to fill up my coffee and came back. The computer had restarted. So everything seems to be stable now. So Well, I hear the internet's not great in Bali. Is that yeah, true? You know? Especially on the uh, beach. You get some of that salt water <laughs> up in your computer. <laughs> it rusts your uh, components. Like, who wants that? <laughs> 
What are you up to these days, Nerd Corner? It's been a while since you've been here, man. Um, you know, just streaming every once in a while. Uh, been doing a lot of Phasmophobia, so ghost hunting game, which mm. is – it's the stupidest thing ever. It's like if you've watched the Discovery Channel shows, it's that type of ghost hunting. Should not be fun. Horribly addictive, so streaming that every once in a while. Other than that, doing uh, school, watching TV when I can, and uh, I don't know keeping busy with everything going crazy out here but yeah how's the political strife in bali these days is it uh well, well pretty then, then i do have to do the correction it's actually thailand oh and, thailand and, yep. okay great view from this place um actually no thailand is just as crazy as we are right now <laughs> but i'd much rather be relaxing like watching all of this come in from here like Nice view of the beach, relax, get some seafood, but yeah, Nerd Corner Studio works. <laughs> there you go. All right. So one, we are at our heart. We are a 21st century weed circle. You know, when you were in high school, you got around in a, a circle and you sm started smoking weed and you started talking pop culture. And we are at our core, a podcast. So with that said, we have the queen of weed of Denver marijuana industry, Corny Gunn. So uh, <laughs> what are you smoking tonight? Or are you doing some edibles? What are you doing tonight? I um, have this lovely Natty Runs Live Butter. And it is, it's called GMO, uh, the strain rather. And it is, it's pretty good. I gotta say, it's pretty heavy. I feel pretty, <laughs> you know, pretty good. Feeling, you're feeling pretty good? All right. Yeah. All right. Nice. All right, uh, Nerd Corner, how about you? What you got going on tonight? I'm the odd man out again. I, I got papers to do, so I'm not smoking tonight. If I was, normally be an indica. Uh, need to get some edibles before they start closing down all the stores again. Okay. Interesting story there. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Santori because Santori is driving all over the country filming the Santori project. And uh, weed is sometimes hard to come by. So uh, are yeah. you smoking tonight, Mr. Santori? I'm not smoking at this present time. I still got 43 miles to go to my next destination, but I will be as soon as I get there, and I'll be eating the lovely edibles I picked up in California. So, why is decision? You, California for letting me. Yes, but yes, we're all about safety. Here. Yeah, don't don't ever safety. smoke and drive. We're about consuming responsibly. Um, Although there are now a lot more states where you can consume responsibly after this week. Yeah, we're actually going to get to that here pretty soon. <laughs> we're gonna. Yeah, big week for weed in this week. Um, Dr. Really? Detroit, are you drinking? Are you? Uh, uh, I know you're in Florida. Uh, you're a pretty dry state over there. So uh, are you drinking yeah, anything? You know, the, you know what the law is like CBD down here, which mm -hmm. uh, you have. The law is it has to be under uh, point like zero two percent of THC for it to be legit. So I know like a couple of my friends are cops. They they use CBD to deal with you know, anxiety and so forth. So mm -hmm. that's as far as we can go, like legally, unless you got your card, you know, which you got to pay all types of money and registration. They put a bunch of hoops. But unfortunately, I'm not, I'm smoking in my mind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking about Colorado and I- <laughs> We have so some, I, yeah, we got some good weed here in Colorado. Corny oh, I'm sure, I'm sure you do. <laughs> and so speaking of good weed, um, my favorite place in Colorado is Lightshade. Um, they have a bunch of locations. They're like the no. Starbucks. Uh-uh. No. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. She don't like uh, that. Are you getting pushed back <laughs> you, you there, You got to start coming to Loa. 
You gotta okay. come to Lova. I do need to start coming to Lova, but you're like way the fuck away from my place. And I we have, have a light shade literally, I have a light shade less than a mile away from my place. We have one in Aurora. Where do you live? I we live... have one. It's great. Do you know where Greenheart is? It's off no. Quincy. Quincy? No, I don't, I don't live in there. But I will go, go to your shop. I will go to your shop because I do want, I don't want to offend you, but I do have to give a shot. I love light shade. I'm okay, saying. no, I'm fine, fine. Shout out light, light shade. And, you know, I'm not uh, trying to show, throw shade. I'm not trying to throw, throw shade. Light shade. Go to light shade? Is that what, <laughs> light shade? Light shade. what you're doing? Just, light you haven't shade. even come to my shop yet. It's just like, I'm offended. I like that. I, <laughs> I will, James and I are going to come down to your store. We're going to film a live show, like right out in front of your store. So, yes. Or a live video. Come on um, in there. So on the much maligned light shade uh, this evening, uh, I got some platinum huckleberry cookies from, they are apparently buying shit from local places like mm. uh, Summit Select. I've never heard of them. And uh, this platinum huckleberry cookies like knocked me on my ass yesterday. And once again, like, I like the higher in the, the THC, but hold on, Courtney, hold on, hold on. I, I went for what I wanted. I wanted creative i wanted energetic and so i didn't go for the highest thc i went for the effects and it knocked me on my ass yesterday so i'm taking it easy on this this is like 15 percent thc you shocked right yeah but it knocked me on my ass yesterday. <laughs> i smoke a lot of fucking weed so no that's i'm happy and honestly like there's a lot of good people like i'm sure light shade buys good weed i'm sure yeah <laughs> i like the fact that they're buying local too um they're yeah. buying like kind love stuff a bunch of them i have uh, stuff from them from last week um so they're i like that they're doing they're buying local you can but only buy local well, okay that's fair <laughs> oh, yeah. that's fair that's okay. totally fair it's all right i'm just saying oh, call me on my ignorance i'm totally and no it's okay they're all local they might be organic though that's okay, like different like they're like the way that they grow it and all that stuff like it's still like some it's like yeah yeah you good. You good. You do. You good, Dave. Well, that, that's <laughs> so, one thing I've liked a... out here versus like when I got weed out in California and stuff before that. Yeah, I mean, in every state, it is going to be local. But I like out here. It seems like the Colorado growers and the people involved in the production. It's it's a lot higher profile, which is it's nice. You can you can see where everything's from. There's Instead a lot of passion. Like we conglomerate, yes. which yeah, mm -hmm. it'll get there at some point anyway. But. Sure. Yeah, no, it's I, true. Yeah, Thank I you. totally agree with you. Like, weed is a passion here in Colorado. I mean, like, art, the artistry that goes into um, the biology that goes into the, the plants, now, mm -hmm. that's an art form. That's not mm -hmm. just, you know, horticulture going to grow me some crops. That's like, that's a fucking art form in itself is growing here on weed. Uh, Truly. So this is a great segue into the fact that Courtney's going to be on next week. We're having an Ask the Expert episode. So if you guys have any questions about uh, weed, like what kind of weed does what and any of that good shit, um, you can email what us. What does it at, do? What is, what is oh, weed? Oh, what do I do? No, what, is, what does it do? What does weed yeah. do? Yeah. What if y'all keep talking about? Yeah, what is that What is stuff? this marijuana what is, I hear what about? Is this, what is this substance? <laughs> what is this substance? <laughs> so yeah, next week, um, go to the milehighpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to truckypacific.com and you can leave us an email there or you can just go on our facebook pages and uh, ask us questions ask questions for uh, us to give courtney because uh, she is a wealth of knowledge that we love having on the show here so i'm glad that we're all uh you know we're all here we're all safe uh, we're all healthy um it's been a weird fucking year it's been a weird fucking week this election is a perfect uh, it's the perfect, uh, like snapshot of 2020 
because 2020, the whole year is fucked up. Uh, this election is just as crazy. So uh, we're not going to get into any uh, political talk. But, uh, you know, we were saying, like, politics right now, crazy. But there are multiple states that have gone legal. And uh, we have Montana. We have Arizona, New Jersey, South Dakota. Um, all went legal this week for weed. Uh, you yes. have red states. You have blue states. They're like an even match. So yeah. we, and we, we should give a shout out to Oregon really quick. Give a shout out to Oregon for yeah. decriminalizing hard drugs. Yeah. Well, they are. <laughs> Well, and, and that's a huge step. It's uh, I'm somebody right now yeah. who's going to school for to get into substance abuse counseling. And so when I see something like that, that that's huge right there because 90% of these people that you have going in for court and being arrested, it's like you don't need to have them there. Put people in treat it, treatment. And what Oregon's doing is they're taking – if you get – you pay the $100 fine if you have whatever. And that that's going to treatment, and it's – Great. Then you're not arresting people. If somebody's going to get high, they're going to get high. Yeah. Each time, each time. Let me ask you because you because you're studying this, right? So, mm -hmm. what, each of those cases, when we talk about not even the court case, just a substance abuse. I mean, do you? I, me personally, I've never seen that substance abuse related to like marijuana. It's always been like alcohol, meth, or some other stuff. I mean, am I wrong or right or from what you've been I mean, studying? No, I mean, with that, you can have, as far as addiction, with the substance, you can have that with anything. So in marijuana, it can be the same okay. issue. You're not going to have the physical addiction, but uh -oh. it can still interfere with everyday processes. If you're making repeated bad decisions financially, personally, uh, in spite of that, it's hurting interpersonal relationships. So, I mean, you're not going to have the physical addiction like okay. you do with like heroin or something. But yeah, you, you can definitely have a marijuana addiction. And it's actually one of those, a lot of people who might have it on there don't go for treatment because it sounds silly, but it's like, just like anything, it, it can cause a problem. Like caffeine okay. addiction, something over 50% of the world has a clinical caffeine addiction. So, I mean, uh, that's good point. as so I get my I'm coffee. A drug dealer. I am a legitimate drug dealer. We have two drug dealers. <laughs> on the show, we have Corny and myself. We, we peddle legitimate yeah. drugs around here. That's true. Right. So, you, so it sounds like it's just a level of like what you said, like responsibility, like kind of like, like okay, like alcohol. You, you're not an alcoholic, but if you're responsible, every Friday after your job, you come home and have a drink or a drink of beer and watch a game. You're not addicted. So you're saying the same thing with this, right? With, with, with yeah, and I mean. Like, an addiction is one of those, and I mean, it's it's going to a counselor, somebody who could who could give a diagnosis on that. But in general, it's like if it, if you find a substance or an activity, you know, it could be gambling, that's uh, interfering with your interpersonal life, uh, causing repeated bad decisions, causing you to have depression or anxiety. It it can be something. So it could be pot. It can be the coffee. It can be the person who back in the day they talk about doing World of Warcraft. Okay. 15 okay. hours a day. The mental addiction. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Wow, so, I like that. So, uh, like we're saying, uh, we had a bunch of red states, a bunch of blue states that mm -hmm. all voted for weed legalization. Um, we're a pretty non-political show. Um, so, you know, like I said, this is something that brings us all together. So, uh, we're not going to get into any political talk. Um, because gay marijuana. Yeah, gay marijuana. <laughs> marijuana had the best week of the year. So great job, marijuana. Great job, um, marijuana. Bringing us all together. You know what else brought us together? 
the death of Sean Connery. Oh. We are oh. all saddened by the death of James Bond. And he so. was gross. Yeah. He said it was gross? Yeah. I mean, I respect Why? him, but like, also, he's the creepiest of the James Bonds. Let's be real. Really? Mm. Why are you oh. thinking? Hot take? <laughs> Most uh, After Sean Connery died. Most rapey, for sure. Not cool. Not brought, cool. Oh. Roger Moore had his oh. creepy moments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's interesting. They're all I mean, creepy. Let's be real. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, good super to, cool. that's, good. that's good to hear that as a perspective. I don't know. I just, you know, I'm from the James Bond, but I hadn't went past, you know, the movies. But no, that's interesting. <laughs> to know that. By far the grossest, but uh, maybe Dr. rest D. in peace. Dr. D, what is your favorite Sean Connery movie? Oh, man. The Man with the Golden Gun. Man with the Golden Gun. All right. How about you, Santori? Is Santori even here? Um, Have we lost? There he is. Golden Gun. Golden Eye? Is that what he said? I don't know what he said. How about you, Nerd Corner? I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Uh, Zardoz. He just, he rocks that mankini so well. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm trying to think, like, favorite Sean Connery. That's that's a tough one. Just off the top of my head, if I had to pick one just for fun, uh, Last Crusade. Just him and Harrison for the chemistry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll take that one. Indiana, what's the dog's name? How about you, commenters? <laughs> uh, we have a, a bunch of people watching tonight, so uh, why don't you blow us up on the Mahai podcast on the Facebook page. Um, my mom, who frequents our comment section, she says her favorite Sean Connery movie is The Highlander, oddly enough. so Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Um, they okay. also want to know, Corny, can you tell us where exactly your Lova ca- um, location is in Aurora? Because my parents want to go. They wanna- oh, it's, uh, it's Greenheart in Aurora. Greenheart uh, in Aurora. Yeah, it's, it'll be called Lova soon. It's just it's still called Greenheart. What? Is it Quincy, Quincy and Tower? Tower. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, it's right next to my store. All right. Yeah, freaking go. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah. You fuck yeah. I'll fuck tell yeah. Sarah. I was just there today. Oh, cool. Go. I'm going to go back to Santori. Santori, what, what was your favorite uh, Sean Connery movie? All right, excellent. This is going well. All right. <laughs> hey, hey. Okay. I'm here. You. You're here. I'm here. My phone, my phone. My phone keeps going in and out. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. I'm going to say The Rock. The Rock. Ooh. That's a good one. Yeah. That, that's a nice good job. choice. Classic. Yeah. The commenters, uh, Rob, Rob Robert says, from Russia with love. So thank you for commenting. Uh, I think you know, Last Crusade is the best Sean Connery movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys looked over the outline and did your homework. Um, we are, we're talking a little bit pop culture here tonight. Um, I don't know if you guys uh, have seen the pop culture news, the entertainment news, that uh, Spider-Man has, is on the verge of casting Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield to join the next Tom Holland iteration of Spider-Man. I don't know if you guys have heard that, but what do you think? Yes, into it. Yeah, it's, I- I'm uh, fine with it. I love all the You're Spider-Verse fine. shit. You're fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Spider-Verse stuff. Into the Spider-Verse is awesome. Is the that what the they're thing I've heard is it might be uh, now they're saying it might be Toby Maguire is our Uncle Ben from another universe, which I'm like I'm kind of fine with if you bring them in. So I don't know. It's going to be intriguing to see how they do it because if you do it like the comics, it or even what Spider Verse is set up, you can do so many different things. And I'm like I. I kind of like the idea of like Tobey Maguire, alternate universe, Uncle Ben, but just bringing them all in. The fact that y- you have Jamie Foxx back, you have uh, Michael Keaton, who's mm-hmm. also coming back as Batman, which is, ah. Yeah, looks like they're setting up for the Sinister Six, so. Yeah. Which is then, the, probably the next, the, the, probably the big bads from the next uh, 
uh, phase of Marvel. So if you guys don't know who that is, oh. So if you guys don't know who the Sinister Six is, it's like um, the Green Goblin or Hobgoblin, uh, Venom, um, Electro. I think I'm pulling this all shit in my house, but um, they're definitely setting up the Sinister Six. But we don't um, have a Doc yeah. Ock yet. And, but uh, the problem is, who do you – although if you're going to do Doc Ock, if we're doing Spider-Verse, bring back in um, – oh, why can't I think of his name? Yeah, Spider-Man that, 2 Doc Ock. Yeah, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. I don't know. It's like Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. Just because yeah. I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, who would you bring in as Doc Ogg? And it's like, well, no, just he's bring cool. Alfred Molina back. He, he, yeah, he, that guy's bad. Yeah, he's he probably like 85 artwork. years old now. I know. That was a, movie's yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> Doc Ogg's right. been old in the comics before, you know. I like the fact that they used a, a female Doc Ogg in, uh, mm-hmm. Into the Spider-Verse, which is the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Yes. So, it's um, hands down. Oh, yeah, so that movie's good. so great. The re- so good. I fell in love with that movie like the first time I saw it, but the very moment I saw that, I in that movie that I just like fell in love with it is when Spider-Man and Miles Morales are running away from Doc Ock and Peter Parker throws a bagel and it plinks a dude in the head and it says, bagel. bagel. Yep. <laughs> love it. I was like, this movie's fucking great. This movie's absolutely great. Uh, well, and what I love, like right after that scene when they're swinging away and it's the, the little touches in the movie. Cause I was watching one where they were talking to the animators and how they go over stuff. And they were saying that, like, even the animation for Spider-Man versus Miles Morales had been out of sync the whole movie, how many frames per second. And they said it's in that one that you see them start swinging at the same one. And just all those little touches that is such a great movie, like even beyond a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great movie. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of more superhero stuff, um, Oscar Isaacs from Star Wars is in talks to become the Moon Knight. Um, I don't know if any of you guys know who Moon Knight is, but he's kind of like Marvel's version of Batman. Rich guy gets um, some powers, becomes very strong. Uh, You know, it's kind of, like I said, it's basically Marvel's uh, Batman. Have you you read it? I mean, he didn't have no books though, right? Yeah, he's- Yeah, Moon Knight's had stuff. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Yeah, he's been a bunch of different people too. Um, but cool he's never character. been he's, a big character. Yeah, he's very cool though. But and it's gonna be on the MCU on uh, Disney Plus. So um, okay. I think it'd be cool. But Oscar Isaac's, you know, he puts a big name behind it. So Disney's shelling out some cash for these movies and these shows, man. Um, nice. Do we have any Battlestar Galactica fans among us? Oh, yeah. of course. Yep. Oh, all right. You guys are both interested. You guys are both interested because they are both rebooting Battlestar Galactica as a show and separately as a rebooted movie. Wow. What do you I'm think of uh, the reboots? Do you think they should make a reboot of uh, Battlestar? Uh, which is a reboot of a shitty show from the 70s. I, you know, like, I, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm one of those people who, like, on the Ronald Moore version, I was cool with it all the way through. There, there were things that I wish they had done differently, but even season three and four, I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I generally like what they did. Do they need to do a reboot now? But it's an interesting yeah. universe. So it's like, all right, give me another take on it. Because, like, the basic story of it yeah. is just cool. Yeah. Nice. Very yeah. cool. I mean, I love it, but, I, I mean, as you just said, that I got to be real about it. I mean, uh, to do a reboot would be a stretch because you got to really have a strong audience for it. I mm-hmm. mean, it was awesome because I just like, even though you got to root for the good guy, which I always did, but I just loved the Cylons, man. They were just sweet, how they yeah. were designed and – but to do a reboot, you really got to have an audience before you invest in that. And I don't know if they really got that kind of a, you know, saying a following or audience, you know. 
See, and I hadn't thought about that, that it's even though you could do more stuff with it, it's like, is anyone going to come watch it? <laughs> right. Like, is anyone like, yes, I have been waiting. <laughs> I'm going to so, put my Commander Adama outfit on. Right. Maybe Netflix. You can do Netflix. Netflix is safe, but don't spend a bunch of money doing no high <laughs> price. People will probably watch it. I mean, The Office, I feel like, brought Battlestar Galactica into the knowledge of, like, you Bears. know, mm. younger folks like myself you know so i was like maybe i'll try it you know i'll try it because i've never watched the old one and i have no desire to watch the old one but maybe the new one maybe the new one the the new one it it's divisive (laughs) but it's fun watch 33 which is like the first episode or something like that and if you don't like it just it's it's fine but if you like it it's a couple good seasons of that and then a season or two where you're like yeah yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's like they did with uh, Star Trek. They just lost me. I can only watch the original Star Trek. I can't watch. Was all there the a newer? Did Patrick spin-offs. Stewart? Patrick Stewart came back and did Picard, Picard. and then we also have Star Trek Discovery. Uh, and oh, that was Star Trek. CBS is throwing up a bunch of Star Trek shows. They got cartoons now. They got hey, two. If it ain't Kurt. My saying is, if it ain't Kirk, it don't work. <laughs> if it ain't Kirk, it don't work. That's <laughs> well, did, did you, you like the movies? Yeah, do you like the movies? The new ones? Oh, I mean, no. Like, Wrath of Khan was my last one because I like Ricardo Montalban. After that, I can mm. No Chris Pine oh. for you? No. Uh, yeah, he he's awesome. I mean, I'm not a hater of it because I like that they kept that genre going because it, yeah. it, it should be passed on for other generations. I get it. I'm not hating on it. It's mm-hmm. just that when you, when I remember watching it at home, eating TV dinners, that's how I saw it. Yeah. So I'm real, I'm real like picky about like, ah, oh, wait a minute. You know, I get it. I just think Chris you know Pine is handsome. He's so, oh, that's, he's so oh, handsome. That, there you go. That's so what you, okay. That's <laughs> All right. Nerd Corner, I got a question for you. I know you are a connoisseur of, both Star Trek and Star Wars. Indeed, mm. indeed. Who has the better expanded universe, Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, uh, I mean, they're both kind of crap. <laughs> to be <laughs> honest, Are you the Mandalorian like, crap? Are you? No, oh, no come but on. like, if you're looking at expanded universe, because when I think of both of those, like Star Trek and Star Wars, you get in the novels and comics where you just getting into uh i heard a great term the other day for the star wars expanded universe the star wars explained universe of like did you ever wonder where grand moff tarkin got his pants uh, um, <laughs> there's probably a book out there it's no longer canon but no i i think in general star wars is a more interesting uh, extended universe to me like star trek I, i'd read some of the books and when they try to reach out, I, I think Star Trek just doesn't lend itself as well to an extended universe. Because at a certain point, it's like it's a bunch of bureaucracies and diplomatic talks and science missions and all that. And Star Wars, you have worms living in asteroids and huts and bounty hunters and baby Yodas. I, I think there's just a lot more material there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to try to bring in Santori. Santori, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, man. Are you uh, a fan of Star Wars or Star Trek or neither or both? Neither. Neither. All right. Huge Babylon 5 fan, it turns out. <laughs> no. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> no. No. 
Jar Jar Binks killed it for me. He blew it. I had to quit like what? I had to quit watching Star Wars. I hate Jar Jar Binks, and I didn't watch it ever since. They, they, they said and I never was a Trekkie. Yeah. They said you watched Babylon 5. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody's going to be upset out there because the people who, who like Babylon 5 are hardcore about it, and I, I will take their word on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has anybody watched uh, the new season of Mandalorian yet? I've watched the first uh, No spoilers. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, they... What do you think of the first? Uh, what do you think of the first episode, there, Chris? Without going into any spoilers, I like that it just it came back and delivered what I liked about the first season. Is it felt like a western? It felt like watching one of the TV shows from the '60s that would come on during daytime TV when I was a kid, and it's just like, all right, this is exactly what I needed: a Baby Yoda and a Mandalorian and a western. Right. Wait till you watch the second episode. It's crazy yes. shit. Spiders. Hashtag spiders. Okay. Uh, uh, what else are we watching? Courtney, what are you watching these days? Oh, man. I actually just got into the Sabrina, the Teenage Witch show because of Halloween. It's Great so job. freaking good, Great guys. Job. I like it. Oh, I'm really into it. Um, that's really all I'm watching right now. Um, we recently got back into the Chappelle show. Nice. And yeah, that's really it. Santori, are you watching anything on the road these days? Um, I just started uh, getting into Shit's Creek. Nice. Oh, okay. such a good show. Yeah, it, it'll it'll, it'll it's take you a little funny. bit. Yeah, it'll take you a few episodes to get into it, but yeah. just stick with it through no, the first season. Been, he, no, since since the first episode, I've been hooked. Nice. I think it's nice. I think it's a clever. Yeah, no, I love that show. It's yeah, it's a great show. show. Uh, how about yeah. you, Doctor D? What are you watching these days? I mean, I've been finishing up the the last few episodes that I missed of the Ozarks, man. That that's you know. Uh, I heard that one's good. How you like oh, it? Oh yeah, it's it's, it's it's freaking awesome, man. It is. It's it's like intense with comedy, and it's like I don't know, dark comedy, I guess you can mm -hmm. say. But uh, it, it's it's really awesomely written. I think um, I'm sad that they discontinued it. That's why I had to run back and catch those last ones because I was kind of, you know, uh, taking it for granted that it would go on. I don't know why they stopped it, but yeah, I was just watching the last few so I can kind of wrap it up, you know. Nice. Awesome. What are you watching, Chris? Um, do Mandalorian, slowly working my way through uh, Lovecraft, uh, Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Which is uh, nice. I, I'm doing like one. an episode a week on that because yeah. I like it, but I'm like, it's one of those I'm like, all right, I'll take a couple of days away um it, that's an intense show it's hard yeah. to like binge it um well, it's kind of like it's very much like the Watchmen, where it's like each show is so heavy yeah. that you have to just like give yourself a, like some time to think you can't just like go in from one to the other one yeah but yeah i mean beyond that just um i don't know what whatever is catching my eye i've been doing like a, a bunch of the little random things on disney plus like behind the scenes at disney or the special effects things like that so Oh, I haven't had a lot of like series that have been keeping my attention, but it's like, oh, I, I do want to know how do you keep all of these giraffes happy at a Disney park? <laughs> seems like a good use of 30 minutes of my time. <laughs> what is, what's the answer to that question, Chris? Now I'm on the edge of my seat. How do you keep exactly. a giraffe happy? I haven't got to the giraffe episode yet. I'm, huh. I'm going to have to watch that. It's probably something really dirty. <laughs> so, exactly. Punchline to that is very dirty, I'm sure. Um, yeah, they, they let them smoke weed. That's what they do. <laughs> 
<laughs> keep them relaxed. <laughs> They're in Florida. See, it's going to be hard for the giraffes to even get Oh, that, that's true. That's true. I forgot about that. This CBD. show took a weird turn for the weird. Um, so I, I have a show that my wife turned me on to hmm. that uh, this is a show that I will recommend to anybody who asks me what they should watch. Um, there's a show on Apple Plus called Ted Lasso. And I can see by your empty faces that none of you guys have heard of it. It's I, the I, best show of the Who year. Who has Apple whatever? Well, it's worth getting it, all right? Ted no. Lasso is a show with Jason Sudeikis. Uh, he is hired by – he is a college football coach, like American football. And he is hired by a Premier League soccer team in London to coach their team because it's kind of like a major league kind of thing where the wife has the team and wants to tank it. But then fucking Jason Sudeikis is so charming and so positive, and the show is just so well-written, so funny – um, fucking just blew me away. I mean, this is one of the best comedies I've ever seen. And I, there's literally 10 episodes of it. And I'll put it right up there with The Office, The Good Place, um, Parks and Rec. It's a, a fucking amazing show. So definitely if check it, it becomes, out. Last on Apple Plus. If it's on an accessible platform, I will watch it. And I've heard great things about it. Like, I love Jason Sudeikis. And the people I know who have seen it, they're like, it's just unapologetically wholesome. And I'm like... Yeah, okay. I hey, love Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Uh, hey, it's uh, absolutely uh, I, wonderful. Yeah, it shows like 98% like this TV show on the IMDb is 8.7 out of 10. Rotten oh, yeah. Tomatoes, 88%. So yeah, It's a great show. Really great. Um, the good. commenters, uh, we, uh, Christy, tra- the commenter, Christy Potter, uh, she tried to watch the uh, Watchmen, but she was very lost, but she's enjoying Buffy these days. So shout out to Christy <laughs> who's good. joining us on the chat line here. Um, so that's what we're watching. Uh, the reason why we're all here, because we, we, amongst all the, the family, the neighborhood that we have on Truckee Pacific, these are the music people. We love some music. And we're wrapping up our pop culture series on the 1990s. And, man, the fucking 90s absolutely rocked. Yeah. Can we all get an agreement? Can we get a hallelujah oh, yeah. and an amen? Hallelujah, amen. Man, there's some fucking great rock that came out of the 1990s and it started out fast with nirvana and it ended great and i mean like we talked we had a a whole rap episode about how great the rap in the 90s was but that was like within that night by 95 the rap fizzled out but the rock just kept coming every year year after year great albums that are legendary we have hall of fame uh rock uh, rock and roll inductees that are from the 90s so i cannot explain or exclaim how much i love the rock from the 90s first i'm gonna go to santori who's our fucking rocker in house yeah what you know tell me what is it about the 90s that made it so good bro um well many things for one you know we just got done doing the whole hip-hop rap thing i mean we had some you know good rap back then and then the grunge came, and then, you know, we had some good metal, Pantera, we got Slayer all day, Subterra. I'm not a big fan of what Metallica did, but uh, that's all I have to say about that. But um, <laughs> you had great bands like Soundgarden. You had, you know, Mother Love Bone, Red Hot Chili Peppers. You had Alice in Chains. You had Pearl Jam. 
Yeah, we can list off band after band. We can go on for an hour. Your phone's good. So Dude, your, your phone's fine, man. We're hearing you just fine. Uh, Nerd Corner, what but, makes uh, the 90s yeah, so good? Just, just the music and the, you know, the, 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 the environment. I mean, the concerts were great. I mean, everyone's like, had a great time. Everyone had a blast. Yeah. I mean, everyone, you know, it brought people yeah. together. Is what it did. You know, oh, music brought people together. And I think oh, yeah. that's what's missing in today's society is good music like that. That's what we need. We need some like metal comebacks and rock. There you go. Well, and I think part of what what helped rock in the '90s is you you started getting away from that stadium rock oh, thing rock that was that was huge in the '80s. You know, when it it was all oh like Def Leppard, all the hair bands, things like that, where it's all stadium rock, and that was the focus. <laughs> and I think with the '90s, and you got with Nirvana, even though they blew up bigger than it any of them probably wanted to at the time it started bringing in these different sounds that yeah you you had the people who were still doing these massive stadium tours and things like that but it, it's not the music that was tailored to it the the power ballads or the radio friendly hits hmm. that you had a lot of variety coming up you know at the same time as you had nirvana you had nine inch nails coming up uh industrial coming through you had rock tangential stuff like ska coming up in the 90s and all of the these rock and rock adjacent things were finding an audience and it didn't have to be that selling at the huge stadium tour you got a, a lot more diversity i think is the best way to put it and just the sound that was coming out in the styles of rock it wasn't all one thing like you had in the 80s that's good uh corny what made the 90s so good for rock? Um, for me, I just feel like it was, uh, well, one, yeah, what an era to grow up in. And then two, it just, um, well, I feel like it brought on some beautiful angst, you know, into, into my generation, just kind of like got us really going, you know, I just love the nineties rock. Uh, there you go. It just, it's, it's just so powerful, especially like Nirvana. Oh, one of my all time favorite bands, just cause mm, just such a powerful, just beautiful angst it brings out. That's all I gotta say. Mm. Beautiful that's, angst. That's how you do Hashtag it. Like beautiful that. angst. Hashtag uh, beautiful angst. Love it. Hashtag Do it. Dr. Detroit, tell me, uh, you know, what is your relationship to rock and roll in the 90s? Oh, MTV, man. You know, you it, it, it brought me into that genre, man. And I was able to go to my grandmother's house after school and just sit there and, like, really understand, like, wow. Because to me, it was about the ener energy. They related to me. I was young, teenager. So I'm like, man, I, this is rock music, but I feel that energy that they're talking about. And it, Nirvana is always going to be like my favorite band. Um, I just felt it. I don't know. I, I'm not partial. To, I mean, I, I mean, I don't hate on any other band, but it's just MTV and and when I it smells like Teen Spirit. That was the first video mm -hmm. that I saw, and it just I would listen to that five times before I got on the show today. There's something about it, man. So I think it was MTV, and it was opening the door to a culture for me. I mean, I went, I went with to school with the guys who had a t-shirts that went to those concerts in my high school, but I never heard the music. I used to hear them; they would come in with the t-shirts from the from the concerts and stuff. But I never mm -hmm. really. But when I saw the videos, when you can see it and you can hear it and you can feel it, you're like, oh, I get it. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was able to buy into the culture and the music. And uh, 
yeah, 90s did it for me. That was when I was really in big in MTV. Nice. Uh, Santori, give me some of your favorite bands. Tell me some of your favorite bands. Like, give me five of them. I know you got like 500. Give me five. <laughs> um, my favorite bands of all time are just from that era. Yep. And they are? <laughs> What? He just gave you about three of them. He uh, said, no, like, no, no, I'm asking, no, 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 Third corner. Right, we're gonna no, we'll come back to you, Santori. Right, I, I, I got it. I got it. I got it. All right, you got it. I got it. I got it. Got it. Love it. bone. Love, love bone. Pearl Jam. Love, love Soundgarden. Okay. Red, Red Hot Chili Peppers. And Alice in Chains. There you go. There Fuck you. That's my five. That's, that's a hard list to top. Come, yeah, coming out hot with the fucking mother love bone right off the bat. What a that's a deep cut, son. There would be uh, no Pearl Jam. There'd be no Soundgarden. There'd be no Temple of the Dog. And there was no Mother Love Bone. Andrew Wood Ooh. is the reason why that music ever even exists. There you go. There you go. All right, Nerd Corner, give me your five favorite bands. I already know because you and I, we share a passion. Yeah, I do it's like Nine Inch up. Nails, uh, Soundgarden at that point. Uh, in, in 90s, probably Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm trying to think. It, it's hard to choose. Um, Primus. Definitely Primus. Oh, Primus never gets yes. enough love. Uh, um, <laughs> and then I, I, I'd, I'd say a perfect circle on there, which is weird because I was not a, a big Tool fan, but I do love the slightly softer side of Maynard. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Maynard love. Excellent. He's an excellent winemaker, by the way. Oh, really? factoid, he makes uh, yeah, catechist wines from Arizona. They are most delicious, sir. I've heard good things um, about Maynard's wine. He, he's impassioned good. about it when I've but seen great. it. Dude, Snoop Dogg has a wine. You can taste the passion in everything Maynard does. <laughs> you know? That sounds <laughs> gross. <laughs> it's palpable. Ooh, this wine is creamy. I don't understand it. Uh, Courtney, so nutty. <laughs> it's a little nutty. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna be here for the next two hours. Thank you very much, uh, Courtney. What are your, some of your favorite bands from the '90s? Try to limit it to five. Okay, um, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, uh, Nine Inch Nails, Primus. So you're just basically taking everybody, all of Chris's. I know, but I, I'm sorry. I just like I. I don't know. These are all the bands I know. I'm not really a deep diver, guys. I was born in the '90s. You guys probably know more than I. <laughs> we do. Hey, you're um, a big fan of the '80s. You know, you know the. Hold 90s. on. Holding. But it's hard to narrow it down. Okay, just five. Mm. Just comes to the next. You one know, that I comes probably to should say like. Uh, honestly, like in sync or something like that. Or, oh, wait, no, that was like probably like 2000. What? No, like in sync. That was early on. NSYNC. That was early on. It's a boy band. Boy bands don't, don't count for rock bands. Oh, you're none right. Of, <laughs> none of them play the instrument. None of them. They didn't even That's know embarrassing. Rock. <laughs> Just had to let my pop side show for a second. Um. I mean, like they. I mean, they had a band. We just don't know who they were in the background. We just don't know who they were. A whole bunch yes. of dance session musicians. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Think about it. We'll come back to you. 
Yeah, Dr. come Detroit, back to me. Give me some. Uh, give me five of your favorite rock artists of the 1990s. Okay, you know. In sync is off the board, so you can't say that again. They they've been taken. Okay. <laughs> so, of course, I got to throw in, you know sync on there. Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, <laughs> Soundgarden. Uh, oh gosh, goodness, uh, Green Day. Nice. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and put um, a buddy of mine did let me hear a little bit of uh, gotta put. I mean, he said 90s, but like Led Zeppelin was kind of through that, right? They no. did some. They came way before. Be, yeah. I know it was before. They didn't do nothing after. Okay. So, all right. So, uh, oh, man. Who we were listening to the, oh, the other day? Uh, this is embarrassing, people. This is a show about rock in the 90s. We can't come up with the names of I fans. It's, no, it's just like, it's more of like narrowing it down. Fine. Okay. You know what? I got mine. Okay. Go for Wait, it. Go for it. Go for it. Okay, no, Blink One Eighty Two. There it is. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah, it is. Yeah, that's yeah. my. That's what. That's it. That counts, right? Yeah. See, and, and sure, part yeah. of what makes the '90s so hard is because you do have that variety. You have like from a Blink One Eighty Two to like a Nine Inch Nails to like a Social D, which I'm sad I, I didn't mention Social D before that. And, and like, oh, but they're so good too. See, that's what I'm yeah. saying. There's so many fucking good bands, guys. Yeah, yeah that's what's Five? that's what's so great about the '90s. Yeah, but. <laughs> Um, Some faith that no was a more. great point. You guys both talked about um, Green Day and you have Social D, two very different styles of punk. But this was like the resurgence of punk. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you have bands Thanks. like The Offspring. Uh, you have the bands like um, Green Day that like kind of drew the, the main audience in and filtered it out into like what punk mm-hmm. rock, you know, what hardcore punk rock really is. But you had bands like Green Day, and they're still as prolific today as they were back in the 90s. I mean, they're putting out just as good a shit now as they were in the 90s. So, uh, well, great, great decade for punk. And like, and, and now you're saying how it influenced punk, and it's like I brought up the uh, ska earlier, which another rock-adjacent thing. You look at that ska, the, the huge comeback in the 90s, yeah. and I think a lot of that you could definitely tie into because it had that rock sound. So that's how you get a, a real big fish or something that – People who had never heard of ska knew what that was. Oh, Sublime! Oh yeah, Sublime! Oh. Huge ska sound, no doubt. An- an- another no thing. doubt! Oh my God, there's yeah. too many too good ones. Mighty Mighty Boss Oh, oh. oh. You See, know. You so not Boston. only was punk great, System of a Down. Oh a down. God! I mean, like you could just keep going on day after day, but Mephistopheles underrated. But if anyone ever wants to listen to satanic ska, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mephist- sorry, that's not on my radar. Mephistopheles. My okay. Mephistopheles. Uh, Mephistopheles. I'm Googling it now. So there was a, a couple different types of rock that were born in the nineties. Like industrial kind of came way of like the, the Depeche modes and the cures from the eighties. Yeah. Um, alternative music was, just kind of like college rock from the 80s but you had fucking grunge rock which took mm-hmm. like punk rock and hardcore and heavy metal and put that kind of into a filter but you also have new metal if you guys have heard new metal with like nu yeah. and you have bands like corn mm. system of a down still not uh, towards the end um i mean that combined a little bit of rap in the rock um so what do you guys think about new metal? Did you guys so enjoy things. any of the new metal shit? I don't know. 
Ugh. I, you know, it's like I, I can find something I like in most genres. There's definitely some of the new metal stuff I listen to, like when they came out with the Lincoln Park pack for Beat Saber on my quest. I, I bought it because I'm still the 90s kid and I'm like, yes, I, <laughs> I what, would like to cut squares in half to the yeah. new metal. Well, why do I mean, my thing is, why, why, why would they call it new metal? That's what throws it, it off on me. Yeah, I don't know why they came up with the term. It's kind of a dumb term, but it's basically rap and rock combined. Uh, what about you, Santori? Did you listen to much of those new metal bands? I, listened, I went and seen Slipknot. I seen System of Down. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel love for Incubus. I didn't feel love for you know Limp Bizkit, but oh, you know, Slipknot. No. Oh, come on. Oh, hell no. I was not a fan of Incubus. I'm sorry, man. I, I had forgot good. about Incubus. Incubus had some stuff I liked, but it, they definitely got a little samey after a while. I mean, well, it'd be, okay, so my reason is this. is because... System of Down, they, they stuck around for a while, but, you know, then they went their solo ways, whatever. Slipknot, still kicking ass. They're still doing it. Incubus, where are you? Exactly. Nowhere. Okay. I mean, yeah. they, they all sound the same, like Papa Roach and all that. It's just all the same. It's just like... They're all hanging out with Mudvayne. Mudvayne, Cold Chamber, Cold Chamber, Mudvayne, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty interchangeable. Yeah. They'll they'll right. kind of followed in Slipknot, but Slipknot was like at the tail end of the 1990s. Like right. they were bringing in a very aggressive metal going into the 2000s. Um, I really dug like Corn. Yeah, you know, I love Corn. Oh yeah, they're, and they're great to see live. And the thing about rock music um, is that they the rock concerts are amongst the best concerts you'll ever go to you because you feel the music like you could literally feel the music um you know and this was the 90s where the birth of Ozfest. um any of you guys oh, yeah. gone to Ozfest? any of these metal uh Lollapalooza, any of these metal festivals i've done metal mayhem before and then that's the only like big touring rock festival show but I, i've done other like festival ones but out of the like big touring ones yeah that's the only ones that i've done Right. Anybody you've been to the Ozfest? Yeah, I've been to three of them. Actually, that's the first time I ever saw Slipknot live. That's how I found them. It was back in 1997 at Pine Knob in Detroit, Michigan. And that's when I found them. Man. I mean, how was the, that? The, 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 their, gimmick and their gimmick and their fucking edgy, raw metal was just, man, you cannot not, not love it. It was great. And it was new. And it was awesome. And yeah, Ozfest was just... I mean, couldn't get any better than that. I mean, good times. Well, and, and I think that's one thing that uh, the rock that rock in the '90s had for it that I hadn't really thought about till y'all were talking about it was it was the rise of those big festivals coming back that that you had the Oz Fest, um, hell, that you had even on the alt rock that you had something like Lilith Fair, you know, that that was coming up every year and it was you had Warped these Warped Tour, yeah. That people are waiting for these yearly things, and it's—I mean, there were festival shows, but in the '80s, I don't recall anything near the extent you had the excitement you have of who's going to be on Ozfest this year, who's going to be on Warp Tour. So I'm going to give you my Ozfest story. My Ozfest story will beat yours, Santori. I promise you. Uh, Okay, good. I went to the very first Ozfest. It was '96-ish. the first time I've ever seen Pantera, which we need to talk about Pantera. <sighs> Pantera, best metal band of the 90s. And my love of heavy metal to this very day was born of Pantera. 
I have a Pantera um, story after this. Okay. And so noting it. Had the saw Pantera, they fucking tore the the fucking roof. I've never seen a mosh pit as big as a Pantera mosh pit. And then after him was fucking Marilyn Manson. And I love Marilyn Manson. <laughs> and especially early, like late nineties, Marilyn Manson. Uh, he was singing Sweet Dreams. He had a big fucking crucifix made of beer bottles behind him. And the, there's this part where he like uh, it's like the the bridge between the in the song and he just like fucking hits this note takes his microphone stand and fucking throws it through the crucifix of beer bottles and then he fucking picks up one of the shards of the beer bottle and just like slit himself from fucking shoulder down to his abdomen and just like instantaneous like blood all over and when you're like a 17 year old kid like that's the coolest shit I've ever seen. Like, I mean, I'm fucking going crazy. <laughs> that shit was intense. And I was a Marilyn Manson fan. Uh, I was a Marilyn Manson fan when he set John Stewart's uh, stage on fire. But that also, that's the first oh, time yeah. I'd seen him in fucking great. Industrial metal in the 90s is great. Mm-hmm. Ministry. Great. <sighs> Ministry. Uh, Nails, of course, who were just inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, mm-hmm. Fuck. Uh, Bauhaus. Kind of an 80s, early 90s. Uh, skinny Puppy. I don't know if oh, yeah. Skinny, skinny Puppy. puppy. Wait, wait, I got to ask, yeah. where'd you get that, you get that uh, sweatshirt? I got to ask. I just noticed that. I don't know. My wife got it for me. It's a Christmas present. Ooh, oh, nice. Night's Nails is, is my favorite band. <laughs> my sister took me to the original uh, Lollapalooza, and that was the first time like I saw Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg. Oh, um, nice. But they also had Ministry, um, and they had Nine Inch Nails, and they were playing. They had just put out um, Broken, which is the one right after they put out Pretty Hate Machine. And mm. you know, from that moment on, I was a Nine Inch Nails fan. I mean, even early 90s, the, the show that they put on was so yeah. innovative uh, and so fucking aggressive and loud that I was hooked. And then um, I just love their shit. Trent Reznor right now is a genius. He is mm-hmm. winning Oscars. He's about to yeah. win the yeah. guy. I mean, he's a, a brilliant. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I hit my mute button, dummy. <laughs> All right, we're, as great as the '90s were, there are some really shitty bands that come out of the '90s. Oh. Give me a give me a handful, uh, Doctor Detroit. Give me a couple of shitty bands from the '90s. Man, I don't want to say. Sh- oh, no, say shitty. No, you. Give me the shitty. But I mean, you know, I, I I mean I'm not that much of a connoisseur to say they were, but <laughs> I may be able to give you one out of the nineties. Yeah, give me just one. That's fine. Oh man. Shitty band. You want me to come back to you? You know, I'm a, yes, please. Santori, <laughs> give me a shitty band. I, I know you have some opinions on this. Give me a shitty band I from think the that- Limp Biscuit, Everclear. Oh, come on. Limp Biscuit. Dude, I like Everclear. I'm sorry. People are not going to like what I'm going to say about because I have such a. I will say this I made my peace with Everclear after talking to a lead (laughs) singer who's just a. Call, he's the coolest guy who's just kind of oh, like. Don't yeah, get me wrong. I love art. I think I think art. I think art is a cool guy. He's down to earth. But I was just. I didn't like the music, man. It was just. It was blah. It was it's just, the same chord. Just so you know, man, Over. I am totally agree with you, Santori. That you and I share so much, uh, like w- about music. We have we have such similar tastes that I totally agree with you. Um, right. Corny Gun, tell me some shitty bands from the nineties. Creed. Creed. 
You're gonna make Scott Stapp cry. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really like Mudvayne. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, fucking. Uh, oh God. I'm gonna throw one out there. How about Ugly Kid Joe? Anybody remember oh, yeah. Ugly Kid Joe? <laughs> I hate everything about you. I hate everything no, about no, you. Yeah. Oh, it's like you know, rip off, like trying to be a Seattle sound. A bunch of Beach Boys. They were terrible. Candlebox. You guys remember Candlebox? I'll give you one. Yeah. I'll get. I got one. I got one. Eve six. Eve six. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of like real mellow <laughs> rock that came out. Pod. P.O.D. Yes. Nice. Oh, good good back. This was the birth of Nickelback. Is there a worse, more, is there a more hated band than Nickelback to come out of the 90s? Not really. No. They wanted to be liked, and everybody liked them to start, but then we were like, no, Nickelback, stop. <laughs> Please stop. Just right. stop. So what we're going to do real quick is we're going to do a quick round robin. I just want to hear some of your favorite albums, like one or two or 10. I don't care. Um, and then once we're done with that, Dr. D is going to hopefully uh, give us some name that tune. But uh, figuring that all I see is his growling picture on my screen. I'm not so sure he's with us right now. I and am I'm going to have to do my round robin and then head out here. So I come to me last. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be thinking of what my albums will be. All right. So I'm going to start with Santori because he's, you know, he's pretty uh, uh, good with this kind of stuff. Give me just a couple albums that you fucking listen to all the time. You just love these albums from the 90s. I would have to say Undertow by Tool, Pearl Jam 10, Louder Than Love by Soundgarden, uh, Sex Sugar Magic by uh, Red Hot Shade Peppers. Um, uh, what else? Oh, Allison Chains, uh, um, Facelift. That's one mm -hmm. of my favorites. Pantera, Vulgar Display of Power. Um, all day, Cowboys from Hell, all day. Um, Slipknot, the very first one with the numbers. Um, let me go on. <laughs> no, man, ministry, that was great. Ministry, NWO, uh, Psalm, um, Psalm 69, I should say. Psalm 69. Praise um, Jesus. <laughs> man, Santori's coming with the heat. Man, these are great, great right? choices. That's gonna be tough to follow Jesus, up there, Courtney. And, uh, and, uh, and, and just like, and I'm, and I'm so off. bad with album names, honestly. But the only one that I can remember is Tragic Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, but amazing no album. Great album. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I'm like so bad with album names. Um, what's the Nirvana album with the baby with the penis? <laughs> that's a weird never way to describe mind. it, but it's never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that's a good album. I'm, so on, going, I'm, I'm going back to you, can I say Fugazi third? Fugazi, sure. Go for nice, it. Nice, nice. Um, all right. <laughs> Dr. Detroit, do you Fugazi, have Fugazi 13 songs. Fugazi 13 songs. Let me get that in there. Okay, got it. Dr. Right, Detroit, yeah. do you have a favorite album of the 90s? Is it Nirvana? Always. always. All right. Till I die, man. Chris, Nerd Corner. I'm going to go first because you still want me to go. You want me to give you last. So I'm going to yeah, give you yeah. mine. Um, Lateralis from Tool. I think mm -hmm. that was a fucking masterpiece. Uh, Downward Spiral from Nine Inch Nails. Mm -hmm. uh, Nevermind, 10, uh, Rage Against the Machine, self-titled album. Uh, Antichrist Superstar from Manson. Uh, Father <laughs> the Leader from Korn. Angel mm -hmm. Dust from Faith No More. I mean... You came prepared. I, album names. I can't remember those yeah. for shit. I have a whole list of shit that I wrote down. I'm oh very God, serious. I <laughs> 
Because you're a writer, that's why. I'm well prepared for that shit. <laughs> so there's my list. Uh, Chris, what do you got? Um, I definitely say uh, "Fragile and Downward Spiral" by Nine Inch Nails because yeah, just it's although I the Downward Spiral, I'm not as huge on it as a lot of people are. Great album though. Um, between those, uh, I think "Tragic Kingdom" that Courtney brought up that that's a good that's one. That's a good album. No doubt was one of those that like I had liked them in the '90s and then forgot until I saw them in concert Ooh. in the 2010s. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, y'all are just ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, because cause they because they didn't, you know. I mean, I love them. It's just that we were looking at Gwen and we yeah. forgot that they mm-hmm. were a band. Yeah, it's that's how they had music there. <laughs> um, I'd say hey, I, 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 Sublime. Sublime. <laughs> Oh, nice. So some oh. of us say Sublime's the worst band of the '90s. Some say Sublime's oh, the best band. Such a good. Why? Why think, do you think they're bad? Who said? Who said that? Oh, I never I, said that. Oh, okay. Who said they're bad? No, yeah, I, I'm, I'm no trying to, did. James did. No, James, Sublime was James good. Thomas just texted me. He said, "I hate Sublime." So I'm like, "No, well, he is He's bad." Wrong. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Hey, hey. You, notice, you notice how Dave's background changed just magically? Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, might I add that Chris once did a whole episode as an animated character. So the fact that I can change my background is pretty low key to what Chris can do. <laughs> he was a lizard, I think. For I don't know. I, 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 don't know. I just hey. kept becoming more random things as time went on that episode. Santori really <laughs> wants to talk. Go, Santori. Yeah, I, I, I have to like bring this band up because I feel so bad. Jane's Addiction. Oh, oh, goodness, man, like, oh, oh yeah. Good yeah. Good I mean, Perry Farrell. I mean, Jason that's Farrell. what started Lollapalooza. David Farrell, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what started Lollapalooza right there, those guys. Yeah, I mean, Perry Farrell's yeah. very yeah. brilliant. Yeah. I will cool. say this, not a big Jane's Addiction fan, but when I did see them open um, on the Ninja Tour. The yes, still not a, oh, still not a, a huge fan tour. of Jane's Addiction, but amazing performance. I was like, I don't know about your music, but I feel very happy now. Thank you, Perry Farrell. <laughs> so I want to give like a, a quick little story, little story time with Dave. Nope. I'm going to head out. Okay. Okay. See you later, Chris. Thank you all for having me on. Twitch Make sure you check into the Nerd Corner. You can follow him on Truckee Pacific. Nerd Corner. All right. Thank Bye, you all Chris. for having me. Bye. Thank you, Bye, Chris. So uh, my little story here is uh, I'm, I'm a huge fucking Nine Inch Nails fan. And uh, I worked with some of the best people in the world when I worked at Noodles and Company. And uh, two of my favorite employees of all time, they're like, Dave, we're going to buy you a ticket to come see Nine Snails and Soundgarden with us. Mm-hmm. And so Courtney and uh, Claire, I'm, I, don't, I can't remember her new last name. Betchel. Uh, Betchel. Uh, they're like, Dave, you're coming with us to Red Rocks. You're going to go see fucking Nine Snails and Soundgarden. And it was one of the best times of my entire life. And I still remember to this very day. Um, I'm so grateful that, you know, Courtney and Claire bought it. You know, money was tight for us here. So I was like, I really wanted to go. And I didn't tell anybody, but they knew. Uh, They helped me out. So uh, still one of the best concerts ever. So thank you guys. to. uh, Thank you. Yeah, that was so fun. Remember Earth Man? Do you remember that, dude? Yeah, dude. I love, I used to work with Earth Man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I worked with him at Coors Field. I'm glad he yeah. died, unfortunately, of cancer about a year um, ago. Yeah, poor. Um, he's a cool fucking dude, for sure. Um, so that's it. What are you, um, we're going to go ahead and jump into some Name That Tune, but I just want to give uh, you guys like five seconds. What's your impression of the 90s? You know, one lasting uh, impression for our fans. I love the 90s. There you go. 
Dr. Trey, <laughs> your last impression of the 90s before we get going here. My impression, uh, I would say monumental. Monumental. I like that. Oh, uh, beautiful angst. Remember beautiful that? Angst. Hashtag it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. How you do it? How you do hashtag it? it. You, have, you own two hashtags on Trekkie Pacific. You own uh, Know Your Terps and know you your terps. Beautiful, beautiful angst. <laughs> what, is, what is your website? You know she got <laughs> I mean, What is I'm your website? Yet. Your DM? You got to well, we got to work on that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Santori, how- give me your final impression of the the rock from the 90s. Um Bulls on parade. Bring the 90s back. Ooh. That's oh. all I got to say. Oh. Right. Bring the 90s parade. back. That's in my playlist for sure. Yeah, absolutely should be. All right, Dr. Troy, now is where we transition from the Dave hosted show to the Dr. Detroit name that too. Fucking DJ Dr. Detroit. Uh, comes on uh, <laughs> Santori one now, and they play a little name that tune. So I thought it'd be fun to play you guys. I'm sorry, Courtney. Me and Santori will probably you probably over. win. I I that's okay, but I won't concede quite yet. So yeah, 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 yeah. Wait until all the votes are counted first. I, I will <laughs> give you plenty of time to count all the votes, and then we'll and declare a winner me. at the end. I've already exactly. win. That's what I was. She is. She is. She's still number one in the last game. She's still like yep. she's the winner. She's the, the reigning champion. Game. You are the reigning yeah. champion, and you fucking smoked this on some cartoons. To keep my position. Let's go. She did. So that's why I didn't know. I mean, we we you know I, that's why I didn't know like the level of competition that we just gonna kind of like play them and just kind of are we counting points? So we just kind of you know having fun and just kind of yeah, see who knows we're what. We're counting points, dude. There's no prize except for your own pride, but we're Woo. we're plays for some points, dude. Hey, D Hawk is a competitor. He don't play. He <laughs> does not play. D Hawk. Okay, here we go. We're gonna start it off, man. Let me let me let me warm it up a little bit. Let me warm it up, my friend. Warm it up, my brother. Warm here it up, go. Chris. What <laughs> He went back to the 90s, too, straight up. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I love that dude, man, with everything. Here we go. I tried to make me down. Oh, rehab. Amy Winehouse. Oh, no, Amy Winehouse. Oh, my God. What did I say, yeah. Odell? That, I'm we'll so give that one to Santori. He beat it up. Uh, I mean, who, I mean <laughs> that's not really rock, though. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> this is like 2000s pop. You're yeah, genre, my friend. Huh? Rock, that's, that's what I said. I didn't get. I didn't bust out. Amy Winehouse is, said, "Are you serious? Is she disqualified? <laughs> that was not 90s. That was no, that was like, really that's like yeah. She. I feel like she was more what 2000. Oh, uh, I, you know what? Thousand four, five, six, something like that. Mm-hmm. 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 Bittersweet I, Symphony. I would, look, I would do, Bittersweet Symphony. By uh, uh come on, well, what is it? What is, what is it? Oh, Who? Come on. <laughs> got it. I don't know. I don't, remember. I don't remember the name. Ooh. What say again? I know who it is. Who is it? You go. It's the winner. It's the, it's the verve. The verve, yes. Is it? Is it really nice? I'll, you know, see, I threw y'all off with that Amy Winehouse because I'm a fan of you know. Anyway, another day, another story. But anyway. She's, she's great. She's a beautiful voice. Oh, yeah. I love her. But uh, what yeah, was it? Sorry. Sorry to break it to you. She did. I'm, I know. She did die. 
27 Club. Poor she should have gone to rehab. She was in the 27. We got to talk about that, too. See, uh, Hawk, you got a, two shows, man. She just gave you two shows. <laughs> you the got Amy Winehouse Memorial Show yeah. is our next episode. No, the 27, the 27 Club. The 27. 27 Club. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah. a good show. That is a good show. Oh, I'm, please invite me, please. I will. It'll probably about. be next Halloween. That fits, that fits like the theme of Halloween, like dead people. Mm. I don't think it's right for the holiday season. Happy holidays. Let's talk about dead people. I know. People I like to watch murder mysteries every day. They do. Let's just go. Oh. I just love dead it. people because one day they will rise again. And this is uh, who do you, who called this song? I, you you got this, uh, Davey? You. Well, me and Centauri are splitting points on this one. He got the band. I got the name of the song. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see who it really is. There you go. It's a bit of a scene. And funny. Is. Let me give you some love right there. So oddly uh, enough, Bittersweet Symphony, uh, the Verve was sued by Rolling Stones because they stole a, what? Uh, a they stole uh, a riff from the Rolling Stones song. So they had to pay like you know almost all their royalties to the Rolling Stones. Man. You don't fuck around with the Rolling Stones, bro. They won like I remember that. I remember watching the Grammys for that, man. Because mm. once again, MTV. That's how I learned about rock music. And I remember walk, him walking down the street in, in New York, and he was just like walking, and all this shit was happening. I'm like, oh shit, this is a badass video. He won like three or four fucking Grammys. Are you serious? They had to pay for that? <laughs> yeah, they sure did. How how do you get sued for art? Art is from your like your heart. Well, they he stole a, a Keith Richards riff, so uh, he, Richards, he did. They they proved it that he did. So you yeah. know what, Keith Richards. You lucky this is a family show or I would say something. Family show? What family is watching this show? Except my family. Literally, my family is like the all, all six people who are watching the show right now, my family. So this is a family <laughs> show, technically. Well, when I visit, I don't want them to be like, oh, that bad mouth dude. I want oh, to be no. nice. You know, man, my mom would cuddle you in. She'd be like, hello, Dr. Detroit. Come in, give me a hug, and here's a snack. Does your mom cook cookies? Does she oh, my, make cookies? Oh, my mom is fucking... The reason I love cooking and shit is because of my mom. She's like a killer really? fucking cook. And her cookies are delicious. Oddly enough, though, my favorite cookies <laughs> are burnt cookies. My sister used to try to bake cookies, and she sucked at it. She burned them. Okay. So I always got the burned cookies. And so to this day, I love burned cookies because my sister's I love such it. a shitty They soak good in milk, though. They do. It's got to be burnt on the bottom. Yeah. That's, how, that's how you know they're ready. <laughs> that's how you know they're ready. Yeah. All right, All right. Here we go. Next, next song. I forgot what we were doing for a second. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what we got. You know. Uh, ooh. Let's see. Uh, I see the Nirvana, Nirvana. man. Nirvana. Uh, I knew it. Is it? Is that? Are you sure? I'm yeah. Fairly smells certain. Smells like Teen Spirit. Smells like Teen Spirit. I'm 99.999% sure, but in science, there's it. never a 100% guarantee. Never. It's never. All right, let's see. That's my favorite right there. 
stop it before I get sued. Okay, that got me a little too excited. Man, that fucking... I mean, like, if that's well, like one of the first forays into metal you have or in rock, man, you can't you fucking goosebumps and shit. Ooh. Hairs on the back of your neck, man. Come that's on, great. man. He's I just raised him out of his grave. I play it. every time I play it, <laughs> I see like a shadow of Kurt behind me, and I'm like, <laughs> every time, every time, man. You know. So my boy on the the chat, Rob Robert, he said uh, he loved watching MTV's Headbangers Ball. So if you're like yeah. me or Santori, man, Headbangers Ball was like the heavy metal show. That's where you fucking found the Guars and the Panteras and Faith No More, uh, Me- oh, Megadeth. Faith No More, Megadeth. Oh, shit. You went way You, 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 you had me, Snyder, host at first, and then Ricky Rackett came out of nowhere. Yeah, Ricky Rackman. Uh, I didn't hear him. Who, who was that? What Ricky was Rackman. That was, it was a, that was a he hard. was a fucking – that dude was pretty cool. He, you know, he was – he was a metal guy. He was a '90s metal guy. He looked exactly like a stereotypical '90s metal guy, but he was good. I liked him. Yeah, I liked yeah. him quite a bit. Ricky Rackman. Oh shit! I'm about to look him up because straight up, <laughs> Ricky straight Rackman. Up, I was, Ricky I was, Rackman. I'm straight, I'm straight up on all of that, man. Because, like I say, it was a, to me with music, it was about the energy. It wasn't yeah. about genre and all that. It was like, oh, if you coming with that energy, I'm I'm listening, and uh, you know, I've researched. Kurt Cobain, I'm like, oh shit, man, you coming with some stuff, man. And uh, anyway, we got some other little stuff coming up right. Let's see what you can get this one right here. Hold on, here we go. You ready? Ready. I got it. Rusty Cage Soundgarden. Rusty Cage Soundgarden. I don't know, maybe. Rusty Cage Soundgarden. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. No, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. That's it, sir. You know, you maybe, you know, you maybe, <laughs> maybe the the wind from the, the the blowing in the window was in your ear and you didn't hear it correctly. Maybe you know. Trusty Cage, sir. <laughs> Not afraid. You know what? Who doesn't love Mike Santori? I love him. <laughs> <Thank you sir. laughs> I do. <laughs> Four thousand people loved Mike Santori. Watch his video this afternoon yeah. in his big old steak. So yeah. Hey, hey, I gotta let you know. I go to war for Mike Santori. Mike Santori said, Thank "Load you, up. We going to war. I'm gonna load up and I'm gonna fire straight up." Thank you. <laughs> That's my. Dude. I love Mike Santori too, but I will not go to war for anybody. All right, all right. As much as I love you. There's no war here. I will eat a big fucking steak with you, though. If you're like, hey, Dave, let's go eat this big oh, fucking steak. I'm like, hell yeah, hell let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Right. War of my belly. I will right. eat a steak with Mike Santori while right. I'm at war with him. <laughs> while I'm right. war for Oh, here we go. Here we go. Let's see what that is. You say Soundgarden, Rusty Cage. Rusty Cage. Let's see if that's it, buddy. <laughs> Dude, Chris Cornell had the best voice of the 90s. We're talking about rock, and you have Chris Cornell at the very top of that. I can't think of anybody. Can you guys think of anybody who had a better voice than Chris Cornell in the 90s? Scotty Chester. Yeah, it was correct. Rusty Cage. Rusty Cage. Yes, it was. I think Chester from Linkin Park has a really good voice. Does he have a Chris Cornell level voice? No, well, Chris Cornell, just, he just, yeah. Yeah, he's on a whole other level. He is. All right, we got time for one more, Dr. D. One more? Oh. Yeah, and look. we're, Mike Santori won this hands down. I mean, 
No, yeah, nobody beat Santori. So we're gonna, this next one is just going to be for our pride because Santori walked away with it this one. <laughs> Thank right, you. Okay, well. I hope the same one we already Sorry, played. Sorry, Courtney. Amy Winehouse. It's okay. <laughs> Now you ain't gonna get that oh, one. Zombie cranberries. What the? <laughs> you know what? You lucky this is a family <laughs> show because Man. I was gonna say some words that were ungodly because I don't understand how <laughs> you. Un- how do you know this? How do you know this? Because he's fucking Mike Santori. There's no other. That's the only reason oh, you need. Man, do you just listen to the beginning of songs and then stop them? <laughs> what the hell? I'm a musician, man. I got the ear, dude. This is cranberries. He got it. Cranberries. Zombie. Zombie. Man. I can't, I can't stand the cranberries because my ex-girlfriend from high school loved them some cranberries. I like your uh, voice. I liked, is, um, was it uh, Garbage? Do you guys remember Garbage? Her voice. She stole that I'm voice. I'm only from, happy when it rains. That one? She stole yeah. that from Alanis uh, Morissette, my other favorite. Uh, Alanis was great. I hate Alanis Morissette. We're, we're going to move past Alanis Morissette then. <laughs> oh my God. We got to have an episode about her now. I got to defend, <laughs> no, defend her. No, we don't. Yes, no. we do. I got to defend <laughs> she, her. Alanis is God. If what? No. Dogma. And Dogma, she played God. I'm about to call her. She she coming over tomorrow, and we're going to talk about this, and I'm going to talk about... You know who's coming over tomorrow? Sade. Oh! That was a very odd reference. very good... Hey, I want to... If we're talking about some, like, real soulful ladies, Brittany Howard, who's the lead singer of a band called Alabama Shakes, it's like this real bluesy band... You know, they're pretty new. Um, fucking Brittany Howard, dude. She has a killer voice. And Dr. Detroit, I know you'd love her. But oh, real yeah. bluesy, real beautiful. Like, So definitely check out uh, Alabama Shakes. Uh, but that's it. Um, that's Shakes. our episode from the 90s. I want to give everybody a chance to plug their shit. So I'm going to go from the least amount of viewers to the most amount of viewers that generate for Truckee Pacific. So, Corny, you have zero viewers on your show here on Truckee Pacific. I'm her viewer. So, you're, I'm her yeah. viewer. So I don't know what you mean by that, but I don't have a show. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we, okay. I'm trying to get you a show on here, and you know, I'm trying to get you a show here. So. All right. All right. Anyway. Um, I would love everybody to come check out Lovacanico. We have four locations across the Denver metro area. There's two in Denver, one in Edgewater, one in Aurora. Come check us out. Um, Yes, that's pretty much it. We have all of your varieties. We have anything you want. We got cheap ounces. We got good concentrates. We got all your edibles. Come on down. Well done. Ooh, 
Look at that. They need to pay you extra for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They'll they get need there. to pay us, too. Mama likes we have, given them, we have given them so much free advertising on this show that they at least owe us, like, a little bit of weed or something. We, we, I talk, I, well, we'll talk. We'll talk, Dave. Offline. Right. Yes. Offline. Yeah, offline. Offline. That's my <laughs> hashtag offline. All right. Hashtag offline. <laughs> All right. How about you, Dr. D? What are you uh, plugging these days? Ooh, I'm plugging audio side of music, and I'm plugging the Santori Project. Yeah. Nice. And, and I'm plugging Trucky Pacific. Man, you are nice. All nice day. and smooth. You got a little All soul day, behind baby. it. Ooh, nice. Got to put some soul behind it. So, Courtney, my mom thinks you're awesome. Just like, you know. Thanks, and, Mom. Uh, if you get anything out of tonight, my mom. Can you make me some cookies? I'll I'll eat them and love you too. Yeah. And she's corny. And my mom is old school hippie stoner. I, my love of weed has been passed Four. down by my parents, so they Four are 20. yeah, the cool shit. All right, Four Santori, 20. I know you got a lot of shit to plug, man. Why don't you uh, go ahead and get started, brother? All right. First of all, I like to uh, plug uh, Wednesday nights. Uh, uh, eight o'clock uh, mountain, um, nine o'clock central, ten o'clock eastern. Santori, what now with my uh, co-host over there, DJ Dr. Detroit. Wednesday night, you catch us out. You know, check us out. Also, I want to give a big, huge thank you for everyone that's been following and supporting Santori, what now? And also, we're doing the Santori project with me and my girlfriend. We're traveling around America and bringing good things to the video world. Um, and uh, appreciate and thank everyone that's been following and supporting and liking it. And I um, am blessed and grateful to be doing it. So, yeah, check it out. Santori Project and Santori What Now. Uh, Excellent. Yeah, definitely check out Santori Project. You can go to www.truckypacific.com. Um, check out uh, Santori Project there. Go to our Facebook page. Go to his Facebook page. Uh, watch his videos, man. They're great. The stuff that he did uh, on his trip you. to California – uh, you know, him eating his big ass steak. I mean, like great stuff from the Santori project. Uh, my quick plugs, uh, my son and I are doing uh, Truckee Pacific reviews where we're taking uh, older movies and we're watching them and we're reviewing them. And this week we reviewed signs. Um, a couple weeks ago, we did the 1930s Dracula and the 1930s Invisible Man. Uh, next week, we're going to do Christmas Chronicles because we're doing uh, Christmas movies that we're reviewing. So uh, check that awesome. out. That should be up tomorrow. Um, other than that, I am, uh, an author, so I am always trying to hawk my shit. So go to David Hawk on Amazon and get the event horizon book two available now, wherever books are sold. And that's what I am plugging tonight. Also, you know, if you guys liked what you saw tonight, uh, please contact us at the mile high podcast at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe. Hit the subscribe thing. Make sure you hit that notification bell thing. Um, if you guys want to give us any money, uh, please go to at Truckee Pacific 303. Uh, I want, I'd like to get paid for doing this. Uh, weed's pricey, man. So Money, uh, please. Money, please. Money, 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 money. money. If anybody please. besides Courtney knows that reference, please hit me up. Um, <laughs> uh, money, please. Money, please. Um, I, I, now I just want to go back and watch Parks and Rec. So, it, you just so, gave it away. I, I did. Well, whatever. I'm very high right now. So go to <laughs> at Truckee Pacific 303. Give us some money to do this shit. Uh, I'd like to get paid. Um, 
any questions, any comments, uh, concerns, criticisms, refund requests, uh, go to the mile high podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, and then next week we got corny back. Uh, we are doing an ask the expert. So please go to our, uh, Facebook page or uh, email me questions that you want me to ask of Courtney. Um, that's all I got. You guys, uh, any last words of wisdom before we get the fuck out? Be good to each other. Be good to each other. I love that. I love that you end every, end every show with that. It's such a good sentiment, especially right yeah. now. Be good to each other. Yeah. Be good to each other, motherfuckers. All right. Have a good night, guys. Thank you. This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.